Hi, this is Donna Russo, and this is the Today Show LA, the disability channel. And I'm very excited today because my guest is Russell Edmond of Russell of Hotels, and he's my friend. I, I've worked with him. He um, was my, uh, was general manager and also director of sales and marketing at the Sportsman's Lodge where I worked. And I bet you didn't know that I worked in a hotel as well as enjoy dancing and acting. So we're gonna take a little break. Then I'm gonna introduce Russell and you get to meet the man. I'm good, D. Ruth. How are you? <laughs> good. Oh, for those of you that don't know, D. Ruth is a nickname that Russell gave me um, <laughs> long, uh, when we worked together. Um, Russell, I'd love to introduce you as Russell Edmond, founder and owner of Russell of Hotels. And he has a talk show, Russell of Hotels on Air. He is um, the man with the expertise in the hotel biz. He started out as um, housekeeping and then the front desk and then restaurant management and then sales and marketing, director of sales and GM, which is where I know him from the Sportsman's Lodge Hotel and had the pleasure to work under his direction and his focus, loved it. And um, today we're gonna talk about um, how we can make it easy for people with disability to check into hotel and how the hotels on the hotel side, what they can do to um, make our guests stay very easy and seamless, well, as much as we can. <laughs> but I'd like to start out um, with this question. Do you, what is the best way to, to um, start off booking a hotel reservation? Do you advise on third party bookings or what, I know what you're going to say. So, and I'm going to agree with it. So I'll let you take it away. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. First of all, thank you so much, Donna, for allowing me to come on and, and, and talk from the, I guess, a hotel perspective, as far as, um, you know, what we need to look out as far as, you know, people with disabilities and things like that. Um, but yeah, but I, I affectionately, just, uh, just before I get into what I'm going to answer, um, I affectionately called Donna D. Roos, you know, D. Donna and then Roos for Russo, okay? So just so people know. So if I refer to her as that, that's, that's what I've called her for years, right, when we worked together. But, um, but as far as making reservations, I mean, that's a great question, and I thank you for asking that. Um, people should always book direct, meaning they book through the hotel website, or they should call the hotel directly and make a reservation. Um, a lot of times we see on TV or we hear advertising promotions for third parties. We call them in the hotel industry OTAs or online travel agents. And an example of that would be Hotels.com or Expedia.com. Um, but I always say, I mean, you do what you 
people have to do what they have to do, what they're comfortable with. But I always tell people never to book through those third parties because you get the best deal through the hotel. The hotel owns, you know, if you go through the website, the hotel owns the rooms, right? The third parties, Expedia, Hotels.com don't own the room. So what I mean by that is if there's issues that arise during your stay or maybe even prior to your stay, um, it's best to to deal directly with the hotel. So if there's issues that will arise, that that do arise, um, you go directly to the hotel because you book through the hotel. But if you book through a third party and issues arise, um, you have to go through the third party. And then the third party goes back to the hotel. Hotel goes back to the third party and the third party comes back to you. So why not just cut them out altogether? And for people that, I mean, for when they say that all the best rates are on, you know, Expedia or Hotels.com, no, they're not. The best rates are not on there. Uh, the best rates are with the hotel. And you may, you, you don't know that you may get other perks, like free, you know, internet use or free Wi-Fi, or you get your points. And so if you're, happen to be a Marriott Bonvoy member or Hilton Honors member or whatever, you're assured that you will get those points. If you go to the third party, you're not assured to get those points. So always book direct. Thank you for asking, Donna. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. And this is important too, because um, you need to talk to the hotel and communicate to them what it is you need in your room, whether it's a walk-in shower or, um, Make sure those handlebars are there so you can get up and down from the seated toilet situation. Um, but you got to tell the hotel those needs, communicate it to the reservations and the front desk so they can put it in their computer notes and they can hopefully communicate it to the next shift or the person that will be checking you in. And also, it's good to ask the hotel to send you a picture so you can see what the situation looks like um, in the use of the bathroom area, the sinks, um, that they should have handles that are easy to um, operate. Um, a lot of the hotels, there's a, there was a um, upgrade in 2010, but a lot of the hotels are not there yet. So, before you get there and have a barrier to your disability and try to work it out with the front desk, it's good to communicate everything you might need. It's good to ask them to send you a picture. And um, yeah, that's what I'll say about that. Um, Russell, so that's about a good point. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, those, um, yeah th those, those are good points because just like, you know, you would request a, a featherless pillow or something like that, you have to let the the um, the hotel know exactly what what you need, and 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 then don't shy away from telling you know this is this is my issue or this is the the disability that I may have because then that way they know and they say okay um, we need to make sure this person has a roll-in shower or we need to make sure that there's a you know a, a, a hearing impaired kit put in the room and things like that because all disabilities are not the same right so unless we tell them upfront, meaning you communicate that to the hotel, whoever you're talking to, if that's the reservation, the person that's taking the reservation, that's somebody at the front desk. I mean, it's nothing as too much information that you can give um, because they want to make sure that they are equipped to take care of whatever needs that, that you have. And because at the end of the day, it's all about that experience, right? And we want everybody or hotels want everyone to have that ultimate 
you know, guest experience, if you will. So whatever that looks like to whoever that is, is making reservation, we want to make sure that happens or hotels want to make sure that happens. And I've often heard on your show that you say, you know, pack your patience and, um, <laughs> you know, just uh, go in there and, and have a, a nice attitude or as nice as you can. I know you're tired and all of that, but if there is a barrier to your disability, when you do get to the hotel and you do get to your room, communicate to that to the hotel, see if they can help you out with that. Um, if the, Nowadays they have, um, 2010 has updated that most of the showers have to have an, an attached um, chair, not a, uh, like an L-shaped um, chair. Like it has a bench to be a kind of thing, a chair, uh-huh and horizontal and vertical um, bars. Uh, but sometimes the hotels don't have that, unfortunately. So if you go to them, they might say, I have another kind of a chair for your shower. Um, if that is not good, it won't suit your needs. And maybe they can give you a hotel that's nearby that might have the things that you need. But please, people, be patient with people. Um, be nice. It doesn't take much. Yeah, I know. yeah. I mean, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, really. Um, the hotel people are trying their best. I mean, they're doing they're they're doing their best, and just have to work together, right, Russell? I mean, yeah, yeah. No, you're you you hit it right on the head, uh, D. Roos. Yeah, you definitely have to. I always say that, and and thanks for listening to my show. I do appreciate that as well some of the comments I make. And I always say, pack your patience, uh, meaning, you know, we pack everything, you know, we pack our toiletries, we pack our clothes, uh, but sometimes we, we tend to forget to pack our patience because sometimes, you know, through everyone's best efforts, you know, sometimes um, we fall short. Hotels fall short. Uh, I'm going to say all the time, but yeah, they do fall short, right? So um, to air is human, but we, on the other end, we need to make sure that we're patient with them. Just like, they need to be patient with us when we check in as guests, right? Um, so, so yeah. So, and, and a lot of times during you know holidays when there's a lot of traffic going on, a lot of travel, a lot of delays, a lot of cancellations, that stuff is going to happen, right? Unfortunately, it's, it's, it is going to happen. Uh, sometimes we check in the hotels; our rooms are not ready when we uh, want them to be. Um, all these things do happen, but going off on the front desk person is not, you know. It's not going to make things quicker, okay? That that's not going to, uh, you know, facilitate things a lot quicker or better, right? If anything, they'd probably go from if they were bad to worse. So, so like Donna said, I mean, just just be as as patient as you can when you, when you check in, and you know, hopefully everything works out well. If not, I mean, you always have a sounding board to to voice your concerns or your complaints. Okay, um, we're going to take a little break right now, and then we'll be back, and we're going to talk more about this, and we're going to continue our con uh, conversation with Russell. So come back. <laughs> take a break.
um, great points, Russell. On both ends, uh, we need to be patient and help each other out. And um, if there is something that um, you really feel needs to be fixed for other people who might come to the hotel with a disability, I suggest you know writing a letter, um, informing the hotel of, of what's going on and how they can um, help it out and fix it. Um, they need your yes. feedback as well, right? Yes, oh, definitely. Because you know, the no one's perfect. No operation is perfect. You know, unfortunately, like I said a while ago, even with best your best efforts, sometimes you do fall a little short. And and hotels and 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 managers, I mean, they're they they can make errors too, right? Because we're all human. And I'll give an example of of what what happened uh, to me as a general manager. In fact, it was at the same hotel that. Yeah, D. Roos and I had worked together, um, and and she didn't know this. So I mentioned to her this a uh, couple of days ago when we were talking prior to this show. Um, I was a general manager at the Sportsman's Lodge Hotel, and um, the Sportsman's Lodge was built in the in the '60s. Okay, so it didn't take into account, you know, you know, people with disabilities, especially if you had a say a wheelchair and things like that. Um, so when you walk through the front desk, there were steps that you had to go down to get to the front desk. Um, well, in lieu of, I guess, maybe changing everything in the lobby, what they did was they put a phone, we call it a house phone, outside under the portico share or the main entrance of the hotel. So anybody could walk up to the front, walk up to that, anyone that needed assistance could just walk up and pick up the phone. The phone would have a direct dial to the front desk and the person would pick it up and say, okay, I need assistance with checking in. Okay, and then they would, you know, that would direct them to come out and, you know, get information from you and, and kind of direct you to where you can come into the hotel or enter the hotel. Well, what I found out through someone that was trying to utilize it, that the phone didn't work. So, and it wasn't that, for whatever reason, it wasn't on our checklist. It wasn't on my checklist. I didn't check it. And I was just as at fault as everyone else there. I mean, I take you know, uh, all the responsibility for that as being the general manager, um, that the phone didn't work, okay? So someone that had a disability needed to, they needed assistance and we fell short on that. And as a result, the hotel, you know, we, we got in trouble for that. We got, uh, there's a lawsuit and um, we had to settle with it. We ended up, the hotel ended up settling for a, a good amount of money because we didn't have that. And that, those are things that hotels need to take. I mean, I'm speaking from experience right now. So, um, and like I said, I fell short of that. And, you know, from that point on, we, first of all, we had to make sure, we made sure that uh, phone worked. Uh, we made sure everyone was trained on what to do if that phone did ring and someone did answer and someone did need a, assistance. Um, but, you know, it came at a hefty price for, for us because we fell short on that. So moving forward, you know, for hotels, like I said, I speak from experience. This has happened to me, and it's important that hotels do everything they can to make sure that these things don't happen to anyone else. Uh, if that means we have to walk our property and we have to envision ourselves as, you know, as ha having a disability and what that person would have to go through to get to this point, right? So those are the things that after that, we made sure, I made sure that those things you know, were in place. And then even from from that hotel, when I went to my last hotel, we made sure that things were 
um, you know, in place. And because now I have a heightened awareness of it. Right. Um, right. So, so, you know, it, it only takes is one experience for, you know, and hopefully that person learns from it. And then, because I've been to 14 different hotels, right? So it's important that the things that I learn in hotel one go all the way to hotel 14, right? So whatever those things are, you know, your good managers will remember that and will apply it to the next hotel that they go to or make sure their people or their staff are trained on what to look for and, and some of the obstacles that can be there for people, you know, with disabilities. That's a good point. That's, that's, that's really good. It's really important to check equipment before um, your guests come in with a disability and make sure, you know, that they, that things are in check and, and operating correctly because it's frightening to have something that's not working and you're like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Because you, you're not mobile. So, um, that's a very, very good point. And I want to talk a little bit about what to do if, you're, um, if you, your room is not ready, if, if they don't have a room for you, um, and, and you're a person with a disability. First of all, when you register as a person with a disability, the hotel takes that room out of inventory. You know, those are the because you reserved it with a credit card. <laughs> you have to reserve a guarantee with a credit card. But when you come in and if um, for some reason that hotel room is not there and you reserved it, they should be giving you an option in the area already that you can go to that, that um, has an accessible room for you. And also um, people might not know out there that the um, the accessible rooms are the last to be sold. Um, and I just wanted to point out that the hotel should have other arrangements for you um, nearby because you were, you're supposed to have a room when you came in. So what are your thoughts on that, Russell? Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, um, if you make the reservation, and you let the, the hotel know that these are your requirements or these are some of the things that you need um, and you pay for that room, meaning you put your credit card down. I mean, they're guaranteeing that you're getting that room and the room that you requested. So, and if, if they fall short of that, there should be uh, alternate accommodations made at a hotel nearby that can, that would be suffice for you or that would be sufficient for you. So, uh, yeah, so the, the responsibility now is on, is on that hotel to make sure they give you what you're looking for. Now, um, I, you know, I've been in situations before as a guest, you know, as a guest at a hotel, because now I'm a consultant, right? So I travel throughout the, the U.S., you know, and I, you know, I'm in hotels all the time now. And one thing, and, and you may mention that those, those rooms should be sold last, the rooms with the, you know, uh, that are, Handicap, handicap accessible rooms should be sold last. But I've been in situations where I've been given those rooms, right? And I'm like, well, why am I getting this room, you know, when they should be holding that for someone else? So I'll go back to the front desk and say, hey, the, the room you gave me is an accessible room. I don't need the accessible room. I mean, you need to hold this for someone that is going to need it. Well, um, 
that's the room that we have available for you. You know, I mean, it's, it's now I'm getting into a, a discussion or not an argument, but it could, if, depending on how I am, if I don't pack my patience, it could be an argument. It could end up being an argument, right? So, you know, sometimes I say, well, okay, this is not the right person to talk to. If the manager is not there, then I have to wait until the manager comes and then have, and explain that, you know, you should be doing this. Okay. Although I'm with a group, right. I was with a group and for whatever reason, they ended up giving me a room like that, but they had to block that room to give me. They didn't just, you know, just arbitrarily pick that room. It was in the block and they, they had reserved me in this particular room. Um, like I said, and I didn't, I didn't request that, but um, I think one time I did end up talking to a manager and, and just kind of explaining, you know, why you shouldn't, well, the room that I received and why I should never have received that room. I didn't request it. And I, I said, you need to, you know, hold those rooms just in case, you know, that should be your last sale, if you will. And the hotel wasn't sold out. So, cause I asked those questions as well. Um, and, you know, he, he kind of, he appreciated me, but he, uh, you know, is, sometimes it's hard to get through to certain people, uh, you know, managers, whatever, if you're trying to, if I'm an outside person trying to tell someone within the hotel, um, you know, what they should be doing, you know, I'm just trying to suggest, okay, you know, in the future, you should probably do it this way. You know what I mean? So, but as long as I get my, you know, my voice heard, I think that's important because it'd be one thing if I just did, you know, if I just said, you know what, okay, this is the room I got, you know, the heck with it and kept it going. Cause I don't know what happens in their operation later that night. Right. It, and it could be affected later that night when someone checks in and they re reserved a room and now they don't have that room available. So I would rather raise a stink and say, Hey, give me another room and save this one till later than, than not. Okay. That be, but that comes from me being a hotel in the hotel for, you know, almost 30 years and being a consultant now, and understanding the big picture, not just the small picture, just getting this person out of my sight and giving him the room, but right. the big picture, you know, give him another room because we may, we have to anticipate that someone that's actually going to need that particular room, right? So, so yeah, so, but no, that's, those are good points. And, and like I said, I now have a heightened awareness and I definitely not afraid to say, hey, you know what? Uh, this is not the room that I requested, and you should hold this room for someone that actually needs it. Let's talk about your consulting for a moment, Russell of Hotels. Now, I know that you take um, work with event planners, you work with hotels to um, have them connect when they need meeting and events. You know, you get the brand of hotel and you connect it with the event planner or the meeting planner, or uh -huh. the corporation. And you also um, help with marketing in this digital age and help them um, promote their brand. So you also do that. And um, you go around to different hotels and you, you have a stay there so that you can tell other people about the hotel. If they are needed, then you will connect them. So also, um, tell me a little bit about that. And um, have you had um, events where people are disabled and they might need to, you might investigate um, a hotel that would be accessible for them? Has that That's come a good in? question. Those are all great questions. Yeah, well, first of all, thanks for 
recognizing my company, I do, I do appreciate that. And some of the things I do, and you're spot on, you know, exactly everything that I do, Donna. So, you know, I, I appreciate you. So yeah, I do plan meetings um, for companies and organizations or even individuals uh, within the hotel, within hotels. So my job is to, is called, I call it hotel site selection. So I assist the meeting planners of that particular company or organization with doing the legwork of finding the hotel, right? So, you know, based on, it could be based on a geographical location. It could be based on a destination. It can be based on a proximity to somewhere, uh, based on size. So it just, it's a, it's a different, couple of different, you know, categories that they ask me. To, and it could be based on price. So my job is to scout out those hotels in that particular destination. Let's just say it's Los Angeles. So, and they want to be downtown. So my job is to look at downtown properties and um, send out an RFP, a request for proposal, send that to the hotels. The hotels uh, respond to that directly back to me. And I compiled all the information with the rates and all those specific things that the, that the, the meeting planner is looking for. And then I give that back to my client. Um, so in, in regards to uh, have I ever booked anything with um, and, you know, been asked about, you know, um, you know, making sure there's rooms or space for with people with disability. No, I have not uh, specifically, but I would, that's a, an extra question that I always ask because sometimes the meeting planner doesn't know all their attendees and they're not aware if they may have, you know, certain, you know, disabilities or anything like that. But I make sure that I do ask those questions just in case they need that. Because like I said, I come from a place where you know, we had to do that, or we should have done that. Um, so, like I said, I, I mentioned this again, I have a heightened awareness of that. So, I make sure that, you know, um, it's easy, if, especially if I have, if it's, a, if, it's a, if it's a hotel where I can go into, meaning sometimes these hotels, are, they, they could be in the same city, or they may be in other cities. And, and I don't do site inspections at every hotel. So I just, I did a group in the summer that was in Florida. Now I was not able to go to Florida. So I had to rely on the staff to tell me the layout of that hotel, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if I'm able to go myself, then of course I'm gonna look and see, I'm gonna follow the path from guest rooms to the meeting rooms to see how easy or how difficult it could be for somebody that may have a disability to get there. Um, and I always wanna make sure that the hotels are not grand hotels, meaning they're not huge. They're not like the, like let's say the Western Bonaventure downtown, which is 1,300 right. rooms, 100,000 square feet of meeting, of meeting space. That's a huge footprint, right? And it can be, it's hard for anyone to, to maneuver some of the, the places getting around that hotel. So let alone someone with a disability. So I have to make sure that I'm cognizant of that fact just in case it does come up, but it has not come up where, you know, um, they're asking for a specific thing. But during my career and as a sales manager, I remember um, hosting, a ho uh, hosting a group at my hotel. Um, this group was from Gallaudet University, which is a university in, in um, Washington, D.C., where um, I think 100% of their students are hearing impaired. So we had to take into account those things. And that's when I found out about the, the hearing impaired kits that hotels have to have, because we had to order a, a bunch of those. We had to order, I think I had like 50 people that were hearing impaired, right? At least 
And I had to order at least 50 of those. We had to have those on, on hand. We had to test them to make sure they worked. We had to install them. So we had rooms, the rooms that were blocked out, we had to make sure that those things were installed and that they were working. And being a salesperson, normally you would just rely on, okay, engineering or front desk to take care of it, right? The front office or front desk staff to take care of it. But because I had never done it before, I wanted to be involved in it. I wanted to see how it all worked because I had a client, right? So the client wants to know what the steps were. So I wanted to make sure not rely on my engineer to tell me and or the front office manager to tell me. No, I wanted um, firsthand information that, okay, this is how we set it up. This is, and they work and this is how they work. And whatever the, the steps were or whatever the results of the steps were, I wanted to be able to communicate that to my client. And I was able to do that. And the, the meeting went out without a hitch. I mean, it was great. Everything worked out really well. Uh, but if that was because I applied myself. I made sure I became the expert at that time on what was going on. And it's the same thing that I do now as a you know, hotel site selection person on the other side, make sure that, you know, Clients that do need it, if they do ask, I've already taken the steps to, to ensure that if, if there's a client that does have a disability, uh, identify what that is and make sure that, you know, those things are taken care of. That's great. And I just want to um, say one thing that um, there's a site called wheelchairtravel.org. It's got a lot of information that might be helpful for those listeners here. Um, also, when you mentioned uh, about the, the rooms, there is a chart there that tells you how many rooms the hotel has, how many rooms should be for, um, the, uh, should have kits in them for um, hearing and um, blind. And they tell you how many rooms should have roll-in shower, how many should have tubs with um, the grab bars. So there's a specific number of rooms with a specific hotel uh, count for, you know, the different um, requirements for disability. So I want to take a little break again now, and then we're going to wrap it up with Russell, my good friend. And um, we're going to ask him to give us his uh, social media handles so we can get in touch with him. Um, so give me a second and uh, we'll be right back. Don't go away. All about inclusion and really giving everyone a, a fair say. Welcome to the Today Show. This is our flagship show. I am Unstoppable Tracy. I am Zach Damon. It is a pleasure to be here. I am excited. What is up? We have a great show today. Jay Stoyan here for the Disability Channel, the world's only inclusive channel for and by persons with disabilities. Get ready to be inspired, everyone. We have people watching from all over the world, but also all over Ontario. We also take a concerted attention in the veterans community. In moments of stress and trauma, we can get a hold of ourselves. To help make a difference for people with disabilities, to show people how to love themselves or their disability. I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys 
having me, giving this platform for myself and other people with disabilities. Thank you so much, folks, for joining us for this episode of the Disability Channel of Detroit. Please tune in next time. with you if they have a specific question about a hotel or maybe you know something um, that they need information on. So can you give us your social media handles? And Of course, of course. You can reach me on every social media platform at Russell of Hotels. At the, you know, the at sign Russell, yeah. R-U-S-S-E-L-L of O-F-H-O-T-E-L-S. And I also have a website, which is uh, russellofhotels.com, or you can email me at russell at russellofhotels.com. So I'm on every social media. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on, um, what's the other one? Uh, did I say LinkedIn, YouTube? Um, yeah. So I'm on uh, Insta and, and Instagram. So I'm on every social media handle or uh, uh, platform. And your talk show live. Um Oh, I can talk about that. I can I can mention that too. I have a talk show that comes on every Tuesday at one o'clock uh, Pacific Standard Time here in Los Angeles. Uh, it's live on LinkedIn and it's live on YouTube, and it's called On Air with Russell of Hotels. So we talk about everything hospitality, the good, the bad, the ugly of hospitality. Um, yeah, so it's it's I've been doing it. In fact, tomorrow will be my hundred and ninety second show that I've done. So. Um, so yeah, so very happy about that, and I appreciate the support from D. Roos and everyone else that has supported me over the last going on three years now. So thank you, thank you so much. Well, congratulations, and um, I want to say um, thank you for for being aware of um, the needs of um, guests that might have a disability to come into hotels. Now you have. You have, I'm, I'm so glad you have such a heightened awareness and um, that that's what we need in this world is people understanding and being empathetic to other people. You never know when someone walks into the, that hotel, um, you know, their parent might be sick. They might have just gotten a divorce. I mean, you. They, they might have a cousin who's dying. I mean, a brother who's ill. You just don't know what's in that bubble above everybody's head. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So thank yeah, you right. thank so much for the person that you are. And uh, thanks for being on the show. Well, thank you, D. Roos. I, I appreciate it. And, and we didn't get a chance to talk about you as being a, a dynamic sales manager that you, that you are, or that you were back in the day. So uh, it was a pleasure to work with you, Donna. I, I, I learned a lot from you. I mean, you probably don't know that, but I did learn a lot from you, especially how to get into the in entertainment industry. Uh, and, and Donna didn't, you know, because Donna, you know, had a disability, she didn't, did not let that stop her from doing whatever she needed to do. Um, she was able to, like I said, get into, get into uh, studios that I never ever, ever dreamed of trying to get into, but Donna knew, she had contacts with 
and everywhere, every entertainment uh, studio in Studio City, she had contacts at. I would go to uh, I would go to um, on uh, sales calls with her too, and she actually and she drove, and I would yeah, that was oh, something else. That was a challenge. So <laughs> that was funny you brought that. For those that you don't see me standing up, I'm four foot five. I had a little Toyota. I had like a little car. And Russell is what are you, Russell? Six foot something. Six one. Six one. Yeah. Okay. So I said, sure. I'm I'm all excited. And I said, come on, sales calls with me, Russell. So poor Russell. He had to get his head like, <laughs> like, like oh, this poor guy, this poor guy. Probably the last sales call he didn't come with on me. <laughs> but I had a lot of fun, Donna. And like I said, yeah, you, I, I mean, I, I love working with you. You're one of the best ones I've worked with. I'm not just saying that because I'm on your show, but no, you're probably one of the best ones to ever do it. So I appreciate you. All right. And Russell is a, a, a foodie. He doesn't eat yeah. meat. He's a non-meat eater, food, food yeah, wise. I'm a hashtag so, non-meat eats. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a vegan. I have a vegan diet. So yeah. So <laughs> thank you for thank you for recognizing that as well, Don. I appreciate that. Okay, Russell. All right. Well, we're gonna say goodbye for today. You see All right. Bye. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Bye.